Northwest Christian School Online provides online Christian education for any students ranging from kindergarten to 10th grade. The tuition is fully covered through the state of Arizona's ESA program and is affordable for families out of state. You can count on NCS Online for a rigorous, proven online program that establishes a robust biblical worldview for all students. For more information, go to ncsonline.org. That's ncsonline.org. The brothers, for you and I to live for the kingdom of God, it's going to require a, a perspective shift, a new way of thinking, a new mindset. What in the world would it mean to pray, Thy kingdom come? Seek first the kingdom of God. Know that your home is in heaven and live as if that's your goal. What we've done in the past simply can't be done anymore. That we lived our life in a certain manner because it was basically a Christian world, a Christian culture that we're living in. That time, those times are over. It's not enough to be a believer. It's not. You, it is not sufficient for you just to believe and that's it. You cannot be a believer. Being a believer leads to being a follower. Instead of all these things we're worried about that consume our thoughts and our minds, instead of using your mental energy on that, instead, seek his kingdom. What in the world would it mean to pray, thy kingdom come? Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Kingdom Culture Conversations. But today, of course, is Wednesday, Wednesday, yeah. March the 9th. And so we have a another special episode of What About Wednesday. Yeah. And uh, we have students and uh, I think today's note today's uh, topic did come from did come from a student. Yeah. Uh, And the question is, what about tattoos? Oh, what about tattoos? What about tattoos? Now is before we get there, I'm going (laughs) to let's have a little bit of fun. You guys remember the old television show Family Feud? Oh, yeah, I do. Where they would number one answer. Yeah, they would survey. And so as I was researching this, this notion of should Christians get tattoos, uh, I, I typed into Google, the all-knowing, omniscient Google, mm-hmm. and I said, okay, should Christians, and then suddenly this whole list of, of suggested uh, <laughs> <laughs> autocomplete searches popped up in my search bar. Mm. And so it reminded me of Family Feud. And so I yeah. thought I would turn to you guys and ask you, what do you think maybe the top two Ooh. or three should Christians do this? Hmm. Uh, what do you think number two was? So I, I'll give away spoiler alert. Okay, you got the it. number one. Should Christians? The first one that popped in was it tattoos? Was should, yeah. Okay. Wow. Should Christians get tattoos? Interesting. Okay. Isn't That's that an it? important question yeah. people are asking. What do you yeah. think number um, two was? Should Christians eat shellfish? Well, <laughs> that, that was law. that was ding ding ding. <laughs> was well it done. A... That was in the top ten. Oh, okay. I'm on the board. It was, it was shellfish and pork. Okay, shellfish oh, okay. and pork, yeah. So I would think um should Christians uh be or support homosexuality? Was that one of them? No, it wasn't even in the what? top ten. Oh wow. I'm way off. Okay. I'm not cultural. Well, is yeah. it is it we, we you're to... way off or is it the fact that our culture, culture. is I don't know, yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, who knows? We uh, we talked a few weeks ago about swearing and about language. So yeah. should Christians swear? Is and that that, that was that... not no that didn't <laughs> Oh. That's number two. Wow. Strike number two. We're, we're going to uh, have to turn this over to the more. other family. Give you one more Should shot. Should Christians. It has to do with clothing? the time of the year. Celebrate Christmas? That's Cele- it. Oh. Number oh. two was. Number by, two. Yeah, number two by a wide margin was wow. celebrate Christmas. 
That's crazy. So because it's a pagan holiday and comes yeah. from pagan origins, that whole thing. Okay. Exactly. Interesting. So, a oh. whole bunch of stuff on that. Was we'll celebrate Easter on there as well? Because that's. Uh, yep, that was in the top ten. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That was in the top ten. But you, I don't know that Google is the most trustworthy. What are you talking well, about? <laughs> Theological. That's where I go yeah, for all the of Google. my study. <laughs> but number you, one answer. Number one answer is should Christians, Christians get tattoos? Get, uh, tattoos, and so uh, true enough. The the number one suggested search was was that, um, and you know there's there's a whole diverse. You know, there's a very polar reaction mm-hmm. on both sides of the issue, and and one of the things is is we started to look at the background of this. Is I pulled this from Crosswalk.com. Uh, it said this Leviticus 19:28 literally translate, and a cutting for the dead you will not make in your flesh, and writing marks you will never make on you, for I am the Lord. Mm. Uh, the word writing here. Uh, refers to inscribed or engraved symbols, words, and is only used here in this portion of Scripture. The word for marks, also uh, used here alone, has has an uncertain root, so we're not really sure what that word means. Further, the word tattoo did not enter the English language until the late 1700s. Hmm. This is probably why the KJV, King James Version, written in the early 1600s, hundreds is closer to the literal translation saying you shall not print marks upon you the background to this law was that israel after being rescued from slavery was between egypt and canaan and recent archaeology indicates that while egypt did tattoo it was limited simply to women evidence suggests that tattooing the body parts of women associated uh, them with fertility and was believed to be a good luck charm to protect you during the birthing process. Hmm. Women also frequently had imprints of the uh, fertility goddess, Bess, B-E-S, which seems to support this theory. In Canaan, evidence indicates that instead of marking the body with ink, more extreme scarification measures like branding or slashing or, or gashing the skin was used. Archaeology, backed by biblical text, of course, indicates the Canaanites would customarily slash their bodies for ritualistic purposes, especially to mourn their dead and to honor their gods. Uh, Leviticus 19.28 seems to imply this when it says, You will not make cuttings in your flesh for the dead, nor prints and marks upon you. In light of this information from Egypt and Canaan, it would seem that God was forbidding scarification, not tattooing mm-hmm. as we understand it today. So I guess that, that kind of frames the, the question. Yeah. Um, Robbie, what do you think? Do you agree with this approach to the Old Testament prohibitions on tattooing? <clears throat> I think so. Let, let, let's say one thing, though. Because um, I think the scarification case is probably accurate, but let's just pretend it did mean what we think of tattoos. Let's just play okay. along with that. If you read the verse right before Leviticus nineteen twenty eight, it's Leviticus. Right, wait for it, nineteen twenty seven. Seven. Yeah. Oh, know, right? Well done. And this verse says, "You shall not round off the side growth of your heads, nor harm the edges of your beard." And Jeff, I notice you trim your beard. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The verse right before yeah. that, 26, you shall not eat anything with the blood. Wow. But I like a raw steak. Like, yeah. Yeesh. I had a steak burrito this morning. Yeah. So if you look at these things, you go, okay, wait. 
we got to make a distinction between what's Mosaic Levitical law for the Israelites that we are no longer under and what's God's moral law that's for all people in all times that we are still under. Because we eat shellfish, we do, so we have to make that distinction. Um, and one of the easiest ways to do it is to say, do the New Testament writers double down on, hey, yeah, don't do that. Hmm. Homosexuality is condemned in the Old Testament. Homosexuality is condemned in the New Testament. Right. Murder is condemned in the Old Testament. Yeah. <laughs> Murder is condemned Still. in the New Testament. Tattooing is never again mentioned anywhere in the Bible as being prohibited. And so I think that if it was a real huge issue to God, the New Testament writers would have told us about it. Yeah. It's just kind of a simple way to look at it. I really think they would have said, hey, do not let these crazy Greek people tattoo you. Do not let the Romans do tattoos. Your soul will burn in hell forever. It's a heinous sin. They don't say it at all. And it's really interesting with the scarification thing because I'm pretty sure our Savior has scars on his wrists. 100%. Isn't it interesting? So, yeah. so maybe the implications more of what they are marking and what they symbolize than actually having a scar. I don't know. Well, some of my understanding with some of like the shellfish and the food was they didn't know how to prepare it properly. Sure. So God was all, all protecting them. If yep. they would eat shellfish not prepared properly, they would get sick. Mm -hmm. And probably tattooing probably don't have the best um, uh, sterilization sterilization yeah, process yeah, sure. back then. So, well, and, and part of the Old Testament mosaic laws too are are because He's setting Israel apart from the Canaanites who were there. You're yeah. not going to even look like they did, like because you guys are supposed to attract the nations, mm. and so. A lot of it was these are sins and don't do that. Don't don't sacrifice your children to Moloch. But other things were I don't even want you to hint at looking similar because you're supposed to look different so you can attract people to me. Be holy. But we're yeah. not under the Mosaic law. Right. Uh, we, we live in a different uh, under grace. And so I think some of these rules don't apply to us. And, and again, to build a whole theology around one verse, I always think it's pretty sketchy. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good point. 100%. Good point. Well, you, the same article goes on to say, and it, and it brings to bear four factors that we should consider as we as we do get a, a tattoo. Mm -hmm. So I'm, you know, all that to say, I'm not hearing from from either of you gentlemen a specific prohibition against tattooing. So the question becomes: oh. Okay, if if tattooing in and of itself is not evil then what are the circumstances under which a, a Christ follower uh, should or should not get a, mm. get a tattoo? So I'm going to ask yeah. the awkward question. Uh, who within the room, oh. here within the international podcasting headquarters <laughs> of <laughs> Kingdom King Culture, Culture Conversations, Conversations. Uh, who, who has a tattoo? G? Not, not me. No, not I yet. I do not. I'm. I'm. Uh, and mine's yet. more of a fear of needles um, <laughs> than anything. But uh, you're a military guy, isn't there a certain I, obligation? Yeah, you gotta get an anchor. That's like World War II stuff. Get that anchor and mom on your uh, on your on your show, on your arm. But uh, I said if I would have made the Olympics, I was oh. a swimmer. I was just going to get the Olympic rings. That would be cool, actually. You could but, still get those even if you don't make Yeah, it. I could, but I never – I wasn't <laughs> – and I was nowhere close. But it doesn't symbolize the same it thing. It does not. Yeah. But – Yeah, that's our, interesting. So that's you and I are no-go. What about you, Mr. Lashua? Yeah, so I do have a tattoo. Oh. And I didn't get it till I was old. I, I think I got it uh, November of 2020. So I just – I got it on my forearm. It's Greek 
of course. Yep. Uh, it's from Philippians 3.10. It says, that I might know him in Greek. And that's where Paul's talking about. That I might know him and the power of his resurrection and the sufferings of, of, his, of the cross. And uh, it's just a good reminder that, that I might know him. That's the goal of life. Jesus said, this is eternal life, that you may know the Father and the one whom you sent. And so yeah. uh, it's also a good evangelism piece because nobody knows what Greek is. Yeah. I'm like, what's that? And I'm like, let me tell you. And I get into really great conversations with people yeah. because of my tattoo. Well, you remember it was real popular to have the Chinese um, yes. letters? Yeah, that nobody knew what they said. Nobody knew what yeah. they said. So yeah. I'm like, how do you really know yeah. what that means? It probably yeah. says, Maybe you know. Maybe the tattoo artist was just missing. <laughs> just missing. Yeah, exactly. I'm a goober. You turn it sideways and it's a bad, it's a curse. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but so there's four things that, yeah. that the author of this article, and again, this is crosswalk.com and I'll reference it. And I think there's some wisdom here. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll bounce the, um, off of you guys and see what you think. Number one is this idea of, and of course there there's alliteration. They all start with M. M oh, well done, Crosswalk. Yeah, good job. Well done. Uh, so the first one is modification. Since the Bible does not explicitly forbid tattoos, are there any limits? Mm-hmm. We know that our body is not our own, but rather God's temple. Uh, the Bible has a high view of the body as God's handiwork, which is not to be disfigured. Uh, non-Israelites did not, as Robbie, as you referenced, did not hold this view. Uh, today, some have permanently modified their bodies to look more like animals or aliens than humans, who alone uh, are created in his image. Uh, we must ask ourselves how much we can modify our bodies to suit our desires while not disfiguring the beauty of the human form as God made it mm-hmm. is Imago Day. So that's an interesting aspect to this how much is too much in terms of modification what are your what are your thoughts there yeah that's important because you could say ear piercings right is i mean you're literally punching a hole in your head right so is that heinous evil nose rings you know similar a third hole in your nose we all need right um (laughs) you think about all these things and you go yeah okay so there's definitely a line of that's too far and we can recognize okay when you make your entire body look like a lizard with tattoos and you cut your tongue in half so that's worshiping the creation rather than the creator but is having full arm sleeve wrong or two sleeves or having your whole leg or where's the line, right? And I think it is more of a wisdom piece um, because the truth of it is all of our bodies are decaying and dying and um, not because I'm mutilating it, it's getting mutilated through death. (laughs) And God is allowing that. Um, And I am the temple of the Holy Spirit. God dwells in me, which is awesome. But um, I don't know how much that means I shouldn't eat in and out ever because my body's oh, a temple, or I, I shouldn't, yeah. right? And so right. it's moderation in all of these things. So I do think moderation is a huge piece to this. Um, and and again, is it sin, or is it just a wisdom thing? Yeah, because I don't think if you, I think it comes down to our second M. It's a slippery slope if we start nitpicking how far is too far. Sure. And I, I want to be real careful, but I think it goes to the second M. You had modification, now it's motive mm. for a tattoo. Yeah. Why are you turning yourself into a lizard? Yeah. Or why are you putting a Greek word on your arm? Yeah, exactly. Um, the motive, I think, matters a lot. Yeah, and, and the article calls to reference a couple of, of important aspects of that, too, because, for example, if the motive is rebellion, uh, rebellion against an institution or your parents, you know, Ephesians 6, 1 through 3 speaks to that. Mm-hmm. And so if, if you're a student and you're, your parent for whom, you know, you, you are under authority, 
is is not comfortable with it, I think that needs to be honored. That in yeah. and of itself, yeah. it's is obedience. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. And that and that goes for anything though. If your parents say you can't get a smartphone, yeah, it's well, you obey, motivation you obey is your important. parents, right? So yeah, yeah, that, that's in regards to everything. And with that lizard guy, if your motivation is yeah. I'm not satisfied with the way God made me, mm-hmm. and or maybe maybe if that person is doing that to honor God, I don't I don't sure. see it. I don't see it. Yeah. But could they be? Well, and that's an important aspect because we are a Mago Day. We're creating the image of God and therefore we reflect his image to the world around us. If we if we our motive is to call attention to ourselves mm-hmm. for the sake of ourselves, if we're drawing yeah. glory to ourselves, yeah. that motive is off base. Too. Right. That's right. true. It's interesting though, because like you also we do exhibit creativity as part of the Imago Day. We do. And so how do tattoos play into creativity? Yeah. It's very interesting. There's there's a lot of yeah. play here. Yeah, we so don't, we're not we're not drawing any hard lines, obviously. No, but, uh, it's, no, uh, no. But I think I think uh, it's good to think about. It yeah, is. sorry, students. I guess we're yeah. we're kind of a mixed bag here. Yeah. But I think I think these are good guidelines. There's, there's Agreed. The first one is modification. Yes. The second is is motive, and then the third is modesty. Uh, and again, this gets back to the idea of not being self promoting. Mm. Uh, are you seeking to direct people's thoughts towards right. God or yourself. Yep. Uh, tattoos often accentuate certain areas of the body and get our thoughts on that body part. It is hard to believe that anyone with a, oh, forgive the turn of phrase Uh-oh. here, tramp stamp <laughs> yeah. uh, a tattoo yeah. on the lower back is really seeking to direct people's thoughts towards right. God. Mm-hmm. Thinking modestly will lead you to think about and even limit the size, number, and locations of tattoos. Yep. I think that's true. Going along with this line, too, I, I heard one person tell me uh, that uh, in 2022, podcasts are the new tramp stamp. <laughs> because everybody has one. <laughs> okay. That's fair yeah, enough. It's kind of good to bring fair up on enough. Oh, yeah. we've got We've got two. We've got plenty. <laughs> yeah. Come yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> but no, that is important. Like, what are you trying to draw attention to? Modesty is really important, right? Because we're, we don't want to make other people stumble um, with where we're putting tattoos. I mean, even like, you know, you see, you see ladies that have uh, half a tattoo, you know, hanging on their leg from out of their shorts. But you know it goes up higher. Right. That's not helpful. Yeah. It's not it's not good. So I think we got to think about those types of things. Not just what is it, but where is it? Right. I think it's a really important question to ask. That goes back to that motivation too. Yeah. What's the yeah. motivation for your modesty? Like are you trying to draw attention to that? Yep. So the other issues to consider marketability, does it does it limit the uh, your ability to be hired by an employer? Mm. And and I would say as an employer, there was there was definitively a time where that answer would be yes. Right. I'm not yeah. sure that that's the case anymore. No, I think it's changed. Uh, I can't remember one of the um, news anchors here in the Valley. I think he's on Channel 3. Really sharp-looking guy, in good shape, has slick hair. He's got full-sleeve tattoos. it's Brandon Lee, I think. Yeah, yeah. and he always wears long-sleeve uh, button-up shirts. But yeah. you can see it peek out a couple of times. But, I mean, he's hired. Now, again, I don't know if he had face tattoos if they would have hired him. Well, there's um, one of my heroes, one of my mentors through just books and podcasts and leaders, Greg Boyle, mm. who's uh, a Catholic priest in L.A., and he's been working with gang members for 40 years. Oh, man. And he wrote a book called, interestingly enough, Tattoos on the Heart. And uh, in this book, one of the, the big, he has the world record for removing the most tattoos. Whoa. Um, so part of his ministry is because tattoos mean so much more in the gang community. 
they might have a swear word on their forehead. Yeah, it's an identification. Now, now you're not going to get a job with a swear word on your forehead. <laughs> no. Or you might have a teardrop, which means you committed a murder. Yep. Or or some of these gang stuff on your neck. And so he gets these tattoos taken off um, of these well, gang members, really which cool. is really kind of a neat situation. There's one real quick one, one of my favorite stories from Father Greg. Uh, he was uh, passing out his card telling guys he was going to take off tattoos. And he came up on this big gang member in a local um, uh, correction facility. And uh, he gave him the car says, yeah, when you get out of the facility, I'll take your tattoos off. And the guy says, why do you want to take them off? Why do you think I got them? You don't even know why I have these tattoos. Oh, man. And then Father Greg just says, well, I, I think I do know why you got those tattoos. And he says, yeah, why? And then Father Greg says, well, as, as soft as he is loud, I say, because one day when you weren't looking, your head got stuck up your butt. <laughs> <laughs> he said, you keistered your cabeza, man. And, uh, and, uh, he, t- and he, he put the card in the guy's hand and he ran off. And oh, again, kind of the long story short, about a month later, they found themselves at a Lakers game and they, they kind of had an interaction and uh, he was really nervous because this guy was big guy. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he had a change of heart and he says, when I get out next week, I want you to take my tattoos that's off. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. Man, that's really yeah, that's cool. That's a great story. Yeah. Great story. Hmm. It means that we have to take the podcast to the explicit category of, of the... Uh... Is butt a bad one? <laughs> yeah. Come on, G. Clean it up. <laughs> Between this episode and last episode. <laughs> oh, Butt's man. pretty when tame. The question comes, yeah, when the questions come from students, oh my goodness. Look out. Yeah. yeah. Look out. So the final thing, the final M to consider. So let's let's go back. The, the M's that we've been... Got the modification. Advised. Yeah. Motive, modesty, marketability... We've talked a little bit about the message, the message. Yep. the tattoo. What yeah. are we trying to what are we trying to message? Uh, let's in light of the episode uh, from a couple weeks ago. Uh, let's go, Brandon. Would not mm. be a good. It's a bad tattoo it's idea. It's a bad yeah. tattoo, or or a prophecy tattoo. You've seen these in sports where people get a tattoo that their team's gonna win the championship. Oh. I've hardly ever seen it pan out. Yeah, and then you've got a lie on your body. Yeah, you, know? you do. <laughs> <laughs> but in 50 years, who knows? Who, yeah. who, who well, remembers? When they but... put the year on. Yeah, yeah. maybe if you leave yeah. the year off. Yeah, yeah that's true. Be good. <laughs> uh, the final one is money. Yeah. And and that is simply the question, is this the highest and best use yeah. of our money? Mm. And from what I understand, tattoos are pretty expensive. Yeah, you could. I mean, you can pay for like a full sleeve. Like you can pay a lot, especially with the colors. They have glow-in-the-dark ink now i mean oh, all this no. stuff yeah yeah so you could pay a ton of money for it huh. yeah that's for sure so yeah is it the best use of your money stewardship plays into this how much do yeah. you make are you not paying your mortgage because you're getting your tattoo done you know right. things like yeah. that yeah right not feeding that's the good. kids yeah not a good idea not yeah. paying tuition in northwest christian school there you go <laughs> right <laughs> oh well there there we yeah. have it folks so we i i think we've we've not been exactly definitive but no. I, I think what i'm taking out of this conversation is that if if Mr. Brown decides this weekend to get a tattoo, oh. uh, there's nothing explicit right. in Scripture that would prohibit me from doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there is an abundance of Scripture that would draw my attention to a number of other factors that would, would call to question my motive, my stewardship, um, who am I glorifying with the why? Yep. The why. The why. Or, yeah. And going back too to what Paul says, everything's permissible, but not everything's beneficial. Yeah. Right. And so we, we do need to think through this. And it's it's not a right wrong thing. It's a wisdom thing. It's a situation thing. It's a where you at in your life. And if you're underage and your parents don't want you to get one, it's a no brainer. It's it's easy. Oh. Yeah. I and mean, that's easy. You don't get one. And the yeah. other thing is, you don't have to get one either. 
Some people well, think almost, I yeah. can get one, so I'm obligated to. No, you're not. You don't have to do that, but you can. So we have freedom in Christ and liberty, right. but we have to be wise with it. It used to be kind of a rebellion thing, but now it's kind of a trendy thing. Yeah, now it's not very cool, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I would have got my tattoo 15 years ago. It's cool. It's cooler back then. But what was my motive? Right? Yeah, that's right. That's right. I always tell my kids that, that if they want a tattoo, I'll pay for it. Yeah, but, but I you're gonna pick, pick where it is, pick. <laughs> and you hope they like Looney Tunes characters. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, well, folks, thank you yeah. for for joining us. This has been great, Robbie. Thank you. Yeah, for thanks Robbie. for having me, guys. I appreciate us. it. And uh, G, always a pleasure. So fun good. to do these Very conversations. Good. Yeah, thank you. And uh, folks, thank you for tuning in to uh, Kingdom Culture Conversations. And what about Wednesday? Take care. Northwest Christian School has made Biblical Worldview online courses available to all high school students for transcript credit, regardless of whether they attend public school, private school, charter school, or homeschool. Frameworks is an exciting new initiative utilizing the learning management system of Grand Canyon University. For more information, visit BibleClassesForPublicSchools.com.